Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast, where two football diehard fans feel the joy and pain of being lifelong Washington fans. They will bring you an unapologetic and an occasional level-headed opinion. So hold on as we fight for old D.C. with your two favorite knuckleheads. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. What up, though? What up, what up? Well, man, I hope uh, everybody's coming back to hear a little bit more from us. Uh, on our last episode, we, we kind of talked about the uh, New York football giants, and I hope people are tuning in just to see what we say, got to say about the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, yeah, this podcast is, is part two of our three-part series where we're covering the evaluating what the other teams in the NFC East have, have done in this offseason. You know, we covered the Giants to begin with, and, and to be honest, you know the the nobody's looking over their shoulder at the Giants right now. Nah. So it's a it, it's nah. a, it's a, I'm not going to say boring, but it's it's not an attention grabber. Uh, you know, now we're talking about Philadelphia, uh, who was ahead of us this year. We 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 need to surpass them and and surpass uh, the, the Cowboys to to get where we need to go. That's right, where we want to go. I That's should right. Say. That's right. And uh, the Eagles, you know, their their um, cupboard wasn't wasn't quite as bare. No, no, uh, they were nine and eight last year, uh, just outside of the playoffs, and they got. Uh, I'll be honest, Reg, they got a they got a solid team. And as, as when when I started looking at the at it before I even looked at their moves, I got a little bit surprised that I know they they didn't make the playoffs. But you look at it and like, man. I'm kind of surprised they didn't make the playoffs last year. Well, you know, just just like Washington, you know, the Eagles had a tough schedule. It was also was it I think year one of uh, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts show um, after the release or trade of um, uh, one Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and again, I think they had some key injuries last year um, that that I think derailed their season, just like uh, ours did toward the very end. But they have some good uh, good pieces already in place, and I think that uh, they did a good job of adding to to what was already in a very very existing uh, uh, team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to kind of recap where they they sat last year, and and and, I, and I'm going over just some basic stats here to let you know because once they you know coaches just like fans they look at what their successes are and what their failures are, and they try to try to mend those uh, deficiencies. Uh, but I already mentioned they were 9-8 and eight last year. Their offensive production, they were 12th in the league in scoring, 14th in yards. So they were in the middle of the pack, maybe just a, a pinch above the middle of the pack. Okay. Defensively, they were kind of in the same, same place. Uh, they were uh, points allowed, they were 15th, and yards allowed, they were 10th. So, again, offensively and defensively, they were just a pinch better than average. Um, and I guess their schedule was a pinch better than average at, at nine and eight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, being able to win nine games off of what was probably a pretty, pretty hard schedule. Um, I I don't know. I didn't look at it to say that it was, it was, uh, tougher than ours, but, uh, we did finish first. And I use that in air quotes (laughs) the year before. So we had a first place schedule, right? But for the most part, they played a lot of the same opponents uh, as we did. But but certainly, they had some key injuries toward the end of their season. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
as I was talking about the stats and everything, um, and, and when we start talking about some of the moves that they made, both in free agency, uh, some of the, they had a lot of players of their own that they re-signed. Um, yeah, they did a lot of re-signing. A lot of re-signing of their own players that were very solid players. Yep. Um, they had you know draft and trade, uh, so they had they really had a lot of a lot of balls in the air moving, uh, either keeping their own players or, or bringing in additional talent. Yeah, but one of the things when I was looking at the numbers, they they kind of caught me off guard. Well, when I talked about their offense, they were 12th in scoring, and I, I mentioned uh, 14th in yards. Do you, do you know where they were in passing versus passing attempts, just attempts, and rushing attempts? Well, I'm pretty sure that they were pretty low in pass attempts and probably pretty high on the rush attempts. They, that, that is an understatement. <laughs> passing attempts, they were 32nd. Nobody passed, everybody, I'm sorry, everybody passed more than the Philadelphia Eagles in just attempts. Okay. Rushing, they were number two in the NFL for attempts. So That doesn't surprise me, though. I, it, it, that, that extreme surprised me. I, I knew that they were definitely a, a more of a running team last year, but I didn't think it was going to be that that much of a variance difference. I, I, fair enough. I, I, I could see where... I didn't. I didn't know until you mentioned the numbers how extreme, but I knew that they didn't throw the ball very much, and I knew they ran the ball. And again, they got nine wins out of that, right? Right. right? And um, but coming into this season, though, they've kind of upped the ante with some players. Um, obviously, they make the trade in free agency um, for AJ Brown. So, and that's gonna be he's gonna be paired with uh, the second year player, former Heisman Trophy winner. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the kid. Devontae Smith. Smith, sorry. And uh, so they have the wide receivers. They have a very versatile running back. Or they, you know, they go running back by committee. Right. And and I think they're again just like the Giants went all in with Daniel Jones. The Eagles are going all in on Jalen Hurts. Oh, they definitely are. Right. Going, going all in with with Jalen. And I, yeah. And and I will say, you know, with him now having to run the offense, having his one full year on his belt. And now going into year two as a starter, you know they're hoping he's going to play better. They're hoping that his game is going to expand a little bit more and they can up those numbers to your point where they're passing more and running less. Because as we know firsthand, that that's not sustainable, right? Running, running the ball with your quarterback is going to get that guy hurt. Right, right. And, well, you, you always want to be a balanced team. Well, you want to be a balanced team, but you certainly, the more times you run your quarterback, you increase the odds of him getting hurt. Absolutely. And so we know that, and they should know that, because, hey, that's how Carson Wentz got hurt, right? Diving to the end zone, running the ball. Right. But uh, we certainly know that from the uh, RG, RG3 experiment. Philadelphia, I think, will be working with uh, the one Jalen Hurts and trying to reduce his uh, number of carries. Yeah, I think that was part of, part of the running, or part of the idea of, of running. Uh, I mean, yes, they ran him, but it was to take the pressure off of him, let him – learn the systems, learn the passing schema, and, and reduce the errors, uh, re- reduce the mistakes. Um, I don't have the number here, but I do recall when I was looking at it that they were in the, definitely in the bottom third on turnovers uh, for, the, for the NFL last year. So, <laughs> so that formula worked well for them. Well, when you run the ball, you're probably not going to turn but it I mean, over. Yeah, but not, not even <laughs> – you know, their, their fumbles were 
lower than most teams' fumbles, even um, with all those carries. That, that's that's true. Yeah, they knew how to carry the ball, but still, yep. when you run, when you run the ball, you're less likely to uh, turn it over and throw an interception, right? Sure, sure. Um, so, but anyway, but uh, yeah, what they you know starting out on free agency, we mentioned uh, they re-signed a lot of their players. Um, I the top five or six that I have here, they re-signed Fletcher Cox. Uh, they re-signed their edge, uh, Barnett, running back Byron uh, Boston Scott. I started to say Byron Scott, like from the Lakers. Um, <laughs> but uh, Boston is. Scott, hey, wait, I, I caught myself, right? <laughs> uh, then, then Harris and Ward that they re-signed as well. So, so a lot of their team – they're running it back. Is running it back. They're running yes, it back. Yes. Yeah. They, 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 they pulled in a few additions, but there were basically no subtractions. Yeah. I, I When I was doing my research on the, on the Eagles, they didn't really lose anybody of substance, no, right? No, any, not at any, all. any guy that, that they lost, they just chose not to resign. And it was some guy that was just, just a jag, right? Just another yep, guy. Yep. But no, key, they didn't lose any key uh, players to free agency last year. Correct. And and to your point, they re-signed a lot of their own and uh, trade made the trade, as I mentioned earlier, they made the trade for A.J. Brown. Correct. Then on top of that, yes. <laughs> they signed line, linebacker Hassan Reddick, right? Major free agency pickup. Absolutely, up. absolutely. And then, they signed, pick and then they signed cornerback uh, James Bradbury from the Giants. And as Washington fans, we know – a lot about James uh, Bradbury because he came from Carolina, and many of us, not me personally, but many many Washington fans wanted us to sign him when he when the reports came out that he would be released by the Giants. Right, right. But he chose to go to the stay in the NFC East, and he went to the Philly. Right, right. That's just the, that's just the free agent additions, and and, and they, all three of those guys are going to start. Right, and they also signed. I don't know if he's going to start or not, but uh, White linebacker White from the Chargers. Yes. Uh, if if he if he's not starting, he, he he's a, a a solid linebacker to come off the bench and, right. and be a backup. Right. Um. And and then and then we get to the to the draft. Then we get to the draft. <laughs> oh right. God. And, and and I don't know that they necessarily went crazy on the draft, but it sure does seem like they got a few big studs. Yeah. I, you know. Again. Um, <laughs> how things just I, fell to them. I, I don't know what their draft plan was, but when the draft was over, I could focus on two guys. And that was their first pick, Jordan Davis, the big, big, huge, humongous human being um, out of uh, Georgia. Yeah. And then... He's like a redwood tree. Yeah, I mean, this guy's just massive. Yeah. I'm not even sure how he get down in the, in, in the stands, but he's huge. Right. And then... Nicobe Dean. All the way to the, th- fell, right. fell fell to the three third, third round. round. Yeah. Nicobe Dean, projected to be a first-round pick, somehow ended up in the third round. And, again, linebacker from Georgia. And both of these guys, on, for most teams, would come in with a chance to start. Right. But these guys, <laughs> neither one of these guys will probably start because of the other guys that they have on the team that they brought back and also the guys they signed in, in free agency. So – Needless to say, they have loaded up. Yeah, defensively, they're going to be they're going to be they're, they're going to be tough. And and like to your point, uh, if they lose a player or two because of injury, they're 
they're not going to be taking too much, depending on the position, they're not going to be taking too much of a, a step back. I agree. Uh, compared to some teams. I agree. So, so yeah, the Eagles, yeah, I, 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 if I'm being honest, man, I'm a little worried about the Eagles. I, I was just going to say, uh, to me, in the without giving any predictions or anything, to me right now, Philadelphia Eagles are the team that Washington needs to beat to win the East. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we haven't talked about Dallas, and, and, and I'm not going to sit here and say that Dallas is going to be a bad team, but... Not, not at all. Not at all. There's but, a lot of talent there, too. Yeah, but but Philadelphia, unfortunately, might be putting something together. That's scary. Because here's the yeah. thing, right? Everyone talks about... We, we know what sells tickets is offense, scoring points, and all that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a defense in the NFL, it could be a problem. It could be a huge problem for you. And, you know, scoring points is great. I mean, even Kansas City, when, when, you know, when they were scoring what seemed like 50 points a game, they had to in order to win because their defense wasn't very well. But the minute they started uh, getting better on defense, uh, you saw a big, big difference in that team. And so here we are with Philly. I know they still have their, their question marks at the quarterback position, but, man, they're doing everything they can with the wide receivers. Right. And, of course, they have built that defense, man. And that defense, if it plays up to its potential, the defense is going to be scary. It's going to be scary. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at all the moves that they made, whether it was re-signing people, uh, trading and paying, not just trading, but trading and paying A.J. Brown. Uh, then they went, I guess, prior to that, they had gone and gotten uh, Reddick. Hassan Reddick. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what their salary cap looks like, but man, salary cap wise and player wise, they're all in right now. Oh, they're, yeah. yeah, they're not. Uh, they're they're not worried about managing the salary cap. They're they see a window, I think, of a couple years, maybe two years, three years, and they're going all in uh, with with the moves that they're making. Well, I, but just like I said, defense, or as I was trying to say, defense wins championships, right? But at the end of the day, this team is only going to go as far as Jalen Hurts take them. Regardless of how great that defense is, if Jalen Hurts is continuing to just run the ball and can't sit back and pass and read defenses and do what he needs to do at the NFL level, then they're just going to continue to be right there where they're just mediocre. Right? Yeah, they can't, they can't be 32nd again in pass attempts. No, no. You know, I, and they don't need to be number – 10 but they're gonna they're gonna need to make a a big jump they're gonna have to get into the teens at least yeah uh for for pass attempts they, they need to be middle to pack and pass attempts for sure right right and and you know and when, again when you got aj brown and uh, uh Devontae smith as your wide receivers you know you're paying these guys to catch balls and uh they're gonna need Jalen hurst to get that ball to them yeah, and and, uh, and if he and if he gets that going Boy, the Eagles. The Eagles could be scary. Oh yeah, yeah. If he if he ends up being the quarterback that they're hoping, yeah, that'll be that'll definitely be a problem uh, for for Washington fans. We hope that he he's reached his uh, he's maxed out already. Max maxed out and okay, a little bit, a little bit better. But I want to see I want to see Alabama Jalen. <laughs> exactly. I want to see, see the Alabama version of Jalen, not <laughs> not not the OU version. Right, right, All right. A little, a little different guy. I need a guy with the dreads back. <laughs> whatever, whatever I, that was. No, yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, that's the guy I need. Yeah, the one, the one with limits. Yeah, the guy got benched for tour. Right, right. You know, 
But um, as a weakness for this team, though, I got to say it's a strength, but it's a weakness. It's okay. a strength because it's A.J. Brown and uh, Devontae Smith. So the question becomes, can A.J. stay healthy? Right? We know right. A.J. seems to be on and off the field, in and out of games. So I think that's a strength because they have basically two wide receiver, wide receiver ones, right? right? Right. But there's no depth. There's no depth behind those guys. Right. One of those guys go down, Eagles going to be in trouble. And they both tend to be more of a home run hitters. You know, it, it, they're, they're not – I'm not saying they can't do, play a possession-type game, but defensively I think is able to – not control them, but kind of contain them, uh, because you know what what's in their what, what's in their their playbook and their in their wheelhouse of what they like to do, and so you can put together a plan. Sometimes sometimes executing the plan is harder harder than uh, than it seems like, but 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 I think their offense is going to look a little different, right? I think I think second year of the head coach. Uh, second year for Jalen to be in this offense, so he probably you know he certainly will you expect for him to know the offense better. And, and again, you don't go get a guy like A.J. Brown, man, not to get him the ball. So they're going to expect Jalen Hurts to, to sling that ball around. And uh, if, if, if it clicks for him, man, Philly's going to be dangerous, and I will not be able to stand those folks at the bar. It is going to be ugly. be a yeah. long season. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, uh, at the bar that – we go to to watch all the Washington Commander games. Uh, on the other side of the wall is the lowly Philadelphia Eagle fans. <laughs> yeah, this place is a big, big place. It's a so big, it, place. So, big place. So, uh, so it houses uh, two separate fan clubs, three total. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but we're in there, and the Eagles are in there. And and when the games are going on, even when we're playing the Eagles, it's completely separate. And you know, we're all in there in one room, and they're all in another room. Right, and the right. only time you hear hear each other is when we're yelling and screaming and celebrating a touchdown with big play. But for the most part, they, you wouldn't even realize they're there. But nonetheless, they're there. They see us before the game. They see us after the game. Right. And, uh, of course, depending on how the game goes, you know, determines which, t- <laughs> <laughs> which fans, which set of fans is happier and which ones are not. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but clearly they, you know, they, they have reason to have some high hopes and some high expectations this year. And, uh, and rightfully so, man. Yeah, I think uh, if I'm if I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I how can you not be overall happy with the moves overall that they did this past year? Uh, all the moves that all the people that they kept, the big additions that they made in free agency and the draft and the, and the draft and trading, um, that's that, that's that's what every team wants. And oh, by the way, the Eagles have the third easiest. Strength of schedule. Mm, that, that could definitely play in. Third easiest strength of schedule. Well, part of that might be based off of Washington not playing well last year. So if Washington plays well, we'll we, can, we can change that, right? I'm just saying. Yeah. No, so I understand. The, the, the third easiest strength of schedule. Behind who, you ask? I know one of them. Okay. One is it's actually one in 1A. Because the easiest schedule is Washington and Dallas. We're tied for the easiest okay, schedule. Okay. I right. knew we had an easier. I didn't know it was that bad. I knew no. the Cowboys, Cowboys and had, Washington, had the easiest. Cowboys and Washington are tied for the easiest schedule. So, therefore, it makes the Eagles number three. So, they centrally is right behind us. Okay. 
And both, and by the way, the Giants is number four. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the NFC, NFC East, but a lot of that has to do with the fact we're playing the AFC South, by the way. Right, right. right? And that's the Colts, the Jacksonville, and then you got the Titans and uh, Houston. So right, Houston, right. Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Indy. So between those four teams, the fact that we're playing the AFC South right. kind of feeds into our strength of schedule. Sure, sure. But, yeah, it, uh, they're, like I said, Philly's going to be tough. I think, like I said, uh, everybody always looks at the Cowboys every single year uh, for all the hype and everything surrounding the Cowboys. But I think, I think Philadelphia is a team that you definitely better keep an eye on this year. They're a sleeper. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know that they're a sleeper, but uh, they're somebody that just isn't getting quite the attention that they probably should. Just going to go sleeper. Uh, not that. Not sleeper. It's a sleeper. sleeper. And I, as, as attention. I didn't say no attention. No attention is a sleeper. Yeah, Jacksonville coming along, that would be a sleeper. Yeah. The Giants coming along, that would be a sleeper. Yeah. Philly, sleeper. Hey, we, we both recognize it. So, uh, you know. Because what we do, man. I mean, we. That's what we do. We're we, supposed we, to recognize it. We're football this. savants, but. That's supposed to creep up on us. <laughs> Nobody creeps up on us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, that's, that's our preview slash analysis of the uh, Fly Eagle Fly. Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, I think that's all we got. Can you got any more? No, that's that's all I got for them. Uh, beat beat them twice, and we don't have to worry about them. I don't. That's think. right, man. We take care of our own, then we don't have to worry about what they're doing. So. That's right. That, them them losing twice is part of our easiest schedule. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and shut this down, guys. So we're gonna tune out and uh, have you guys peace out and tune in on the next episode where we will actually preview the Dallas uh, Cowboys. N- n- nothing, no uh, no love lost there, but uh, we'll, we'll be done talking about it. All right, well, peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads. <laughs>